Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Hi. Hi, that was like such Sarah. High, lighthearted. Hi. That was very professional. Right, was it? You really brought up the level of I'm the podcast. Try- I actually practice at home <laughs> in front of the mirror. Just I can I think- tell because your enunciation of your lips yes. when you were doing it. And I, I feel like if you're, even though you can't see my face, listeners, right. I think if I show the emotion, you can feel you can it. hear it. Yes. In her voice. Right? That she is putting it on now. It is coming through the waves. That's right. Thanks. You're welcome. I, I'll try harder. <laughs> but I'm just over here like, what's up? Right? Hello. We need a little bit of that. I need to. Bring me down a notch. I'm a little too high strung. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Halloween is over. The sugar high is down. Is it? <laughs> I'm still eating candy. Oh my gosh. I can't stop. Let's it's everywhere. Get it out of the house. It is everywhere. I have five children with a bag full of candy. <laughs> you, each. Have, you have five bags of candy Let's plus not, leftover, probably. Yes. We didn't get as many we as I anticipated. We didn't get hardly any trick-or-treaters. Which, can I say, so we live in one section of the Salt Lake Valley called Draper, and I anticipate we have lots of kids around. Lots of kids. Thought we'd get more. My father-in-law lives in a section of called Holiday where there's just mostly like older, older people. people that have yeah. like lived there forever. Yeah. And he bought two full bags of like 180 pieces each. Yeah. Big bags. Yeah. He ran out of candy at eight o'clock and what? turned off his lights. And he's, if you, I love my father-in-law so much. He's wonderful. And, but also like. Very particular. And so he, every child got one, one piece, piece of candy. One piece. And he ran out of, with two bags. We gave a handful. I gave a handful. I'm like, you put a costume on and come here. I'm giving you all this I candy because I don't want it left over. Well, and I want you to come back next year because I yeah. love trick or treaters. I'd love to see their costumes. We, yeah, we got a few because being in Utah, I don't know if the rest of the country. Does the same way. Um, I've but heard it's other states, too. Other states as well. So we, where Halloween landed on a Sunday, our majority of trick-or-treaters went out Saturday night. Yeah, we only had a few on Sunday. So we had like a few three. on Sunday, and I bring it on. Like Absolutely. I, I was still ready. I was ready for you. I will give out candy to you. We had a few on Sunday. Mostly on I even on thought, Saturday, like, go both not, nights. I don't yeah. care. My kids, I was like, yeah, go to both nights. I don't care. Do both. I would love to pass out candy. Yeah. yeah. My kids, we do a buyback program. Oh. So if they want to sell their candy to us, we will pay you per pound. What? So that they don't eat all this candy. When they were younger, it was like, no question, yes, we just want money. So they'd sell all of it. Over the years, they've gotten smart. They will like pull out their favorites Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or find out what weighs the most (laughs) because that will count more. Sure. Because your favorites aren't smarties, but they don't add up fast either because they're lightweight. So they're really like bargaining for the most money money. and what's the most candy, what they like the most as far as candy. So no, they don't sell back everything anymore. But my son made bank this year because he went to one of the um, wealthier communities. Sure. And like cans of soda. Those really? weigh a lot. Whole can, tons of whole candy bars, tons yeah, of whole like of big things. And that People just weighs so more. Generous. People are very generous. And so, but guess where all the candy we bought back is sitting? 
I was just going to ask you what you do with it after you buy it. Usually, my husband takes it and puts it in the break room at his work. Oh, that's and smart. And then other people just eat it. So it's not a temptation for us. But my husband's working from home this week. Oh, so he's and putting so it in his office at the break room. It's all just sitting here. And <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> we are take, partaking of that break room. It yeah. needs to get to his office because... Yeah, that's tricky. Um, it being at our house is not good for me. Yeah. So, like, I try to keep their bags... In our laundry room so that they're not in their bedrooms where they're just going to, like, scarf it down. In the middle of the because night. Because, honestly, what generally happens, like, we don't do a buyback program, but I would say a majority of I mean, every house, there's never, they never eat all of their candy. No. Like, it goes it bad around and for, hard yeah. before they ever actually eat it all. So, if it's out of sight, out of mind. They quit so asking the, for it. Yes. The first little while, they're like, they know where it is and they can go, it's their bag. I don't like yeah. You know, you can go get a tree. It's fine. Um, but they just stop yeah. thinking about it. When my kids were really little, we would just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And they would never ask. It was done yes. and over. Yeah. Like, you just move it and take it. Like we have gone. like a treat bucket in my yeah. closet that we always pull out. Like, yeah. And I would end up after just a week or two, just putting it all in the treat bucket and be like, and oh. that's used for bribery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's always a reason. But there's just so much this year. Yeah. That it wouldn't fit in the treat bucket, no. number one. And, like, I'm seeing it. And yeah. I'm eating it. Yes. I, I'm done. And I And yet I'm not done. To. Yeah. I want it and I don't want it. Exactly. I feel the same way. Mm. And so, it's a hard place to be in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. And then I have to tell myself, there's next Halloween. There's always, always. going to be more. You don't have to eat it all and now. I actually there is go no to shortage. the grocery store and buy myself a treat when I want yeah. one. So why? why? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know what my deal Someone is. Someone can answer this for me. I do a lot better in life. However. But before okay. we get started on That our, little side note. Right? Today is a Q&A. Yay! Yeah. But we need our fun fact before yeah. we jump in. Absolutely. So I've been reading about Anthony Doerr, um, the author of Cloud Cuckoo Land. Did I say it right? Cloud Cuckoo Land. Yes. Yes. Um, our book for November. Mm-hmm. Author of All the Light We Very Cannot exciting. See. Which I just realized I've never read. Oh, you haven't. Can I just say, I thought I had read it. I was like, oh, yeah, All the Light You Cannot See. Yeah. Loved it. Everyone's read that. But you. And I went back and I was like, what did I rate it? And I went back and, because I recently finished Cloud Cuckoo Land. I know I'm ahead of the game. You are I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. But um, went back to see what I had rated that and realized I never read that. You really didn't? Or you just didn't mark it on Goodreads? No, I read like the synopsis and I was like, yeah, Yeah, I have no recollection of this book. So, I think in our last, like, episode, uh-huh. you gave us all the stats on that book. Yeah. And it's been, like, reproduced, like, so many times. It was on the New York Times bestselling list for, like, three years. What? And how how did I not read it? Yeah. That's the thing I can't figure out. So, I'm trying to decide, like, do I read it now? Or am I too late? No, I think you need to read it. I need to read it. Yeah. It is. We've, it's a we've good had one. a conversation yeah. about World War II. Yeah. And books. that genre. Sometimes I get overwhelmed. Yeah. So that's my, that's literally my only holdback is like, I'm going to say, I take another. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that because I read this before I got to the point where I 
hit the wall with World War II books. Yes. So I can't say that for you, um, but I do recommend it, even with my same opinion of that. I recommend this one. Okay. So it's a long one. It's good. Anyway, but Anthony Doerr, I was reading up on him a little bit more. And besides his long list of awards and acclimate, ac- what, 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 what's that word? Acclimates? Is that yes. a word? Acclimates? Accolades. Accolades. Thank you. You were so close. I had to think Ooh, about it. I, it, was I like- knew it sounded wrong. Words. They're hard. And wonderful. All the I love same words. Time. Okay. All of his accolades. Um, he also writes a column on science books for the Boston Globe. What? That's random. That is very random. And is a contributor to the Morning News, which is an online magazine. So he does both of those things. And then it says here from 2007 to 2010, he was the writer in residence. For the state of Idaho. Now, what is writer in residence? I've never heard of such a title. Thank you for asking. (laughs) I had not either. And so I'm like, wait, what is writer in residence? So I had to figure that out. And it's actually really cool. I don't know if all states do this, but in Idaho, Utah does not. I looked up and we don't have anything like this in Utah. But Idaho has something called Writer in Residence, and it was started in 1923. So th- a there's long time ago. Arts.idaho.gov is where I'm getting this information. And it was spurred by the State Federation of Women's Clubs and the State PTA. Of course, they care about the arts. Go PTA, yes. Governor C.C. Moore appointed Irene Grish- Grissom as Idaho's first poet laureate, a life term. So po- poet laureate is... Do you remember um, at the presidential inauguration, we have a national, um, I think it's called a national poet laureate. Let me, um, Amanda Gorm. The person who read her poem. Who read that poem. Yes, Yes. I do know, remember that. She is, let's see, I think she's the um, national youth poet laureate. So she's the, was the youth poet laureate. But um, so that was... So that's a position that's changed. So it is a position, it changed. For Idaho, it says here it was a lifelong term. Wow. A life term, which is crazy. Anyway. Like you never have another good writer for like that long. You just have one until they die, and then you that sucks for someone who comes after. Right. It says that a native of Greeley, Colorado, and a graduate of Colorado State Teachers College, she wrote three novels and an equal number of first um Verse collections with titles such as Verse of the New West in 1931. Grissom lived near Idaho Falls until her death in 1946. So she was Idaho's first poet laureate. Okay. Then the position was vacant until 1949. So it went vacant for three years. They didn't have any writers. There was nobody else, I guess, to fill it. And then Governor C.A. Robbins appointed Sudie Stewart Hager, an Oklahoman educated in Oregon who taught school in Kimberly, Idaho. Her best-known collection was Earthbound in 1947. Hager was the last of the laureates. Hmm. Following her death in 1982, Governor John Evans appointed a five-member panel of Idahoans who were joined by Western poets Brewster Geisel, Geiselin, 
Drummond Hadley and William Stafford to select a new laureate, but instead the panel recommended the selection be a writer in residence to serve a two-year term that that position be open to writers of poetry, fiction, and nonfiction. So it took in all writers, not just poets. I love that. And it took it to a two-year term. Yeah. And that the writer be required to give readings during his or her term. And that the writer... actually have to do something. You have to do something with it. The writer would be paid $5,000 annually. And in 1983, their recommendations were adopted by an executive order establishing the writer-in-residence panel. So it's kind of changed over the years since then. It went from two years to three years. The payment, because of a budgeting issue, went down a little bit at one point. But it is back to a two-year term, I believe, right now at $5,000 a year. And you have to do four public readings a year, at least four. So they go around to libraries and different organizations and do readings and do like workshops or whatnot. And Anthony Doerr. And Anthony Doerr from 2010 to 2007 to 2010 was the writer he in residence. He held the position. He held the position. Yeah. He's not currently. There's somebody else right now. But he had that position in Idaho. That is so cool. We Isn't need that, that in cool? Utah. It's, it sounds like pretty cool. We have that. authors here. Absolutely. Like a lot, actually. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to highlight your local authors and also to get people involved in writing like absolutely and reading and it's kind of like we have this miss america and miss utah and all this what let's have a writer in residence why do we not i've never heard of it and i love it already i love it and it was founded by the pta do we have any people listening who are politically minded let's get this going please talk to me yeah i don't know these things but i would love for it to happen. Yeah. I thought cool. that was really cool. Way to That's go, really Idaho. Cool. Way to go, Idaho. Way to go, Idaho. Arts, Idaho. Is that is so cool. Anyway. Good for you. Yeah. So your your applications are due by December 6th. If you're in Idaho and listening and would like to apply for it, you need to fill out an application and turn it in. Do in the next not month. spare. Yeah. You need to get on that. Absolutely. So. Very cool. There you go. Wasn't that fun? Very cool, actually. Fun little fact. I like that one. Yeah, me too. Okay, today is Q&A. You got some weird, wacky questions for me, Sarah? Some that might make you giggle. I need to laugh. (laughs) I tell you. (laughs) Life is, life sometimes just kicks you in the face. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like soccer punch, soccer kick, soccer punch to the throat. What is it? I don't know. And it feels like there's just (sighs) no way out. Like it just piles. Yes. And then I'm looking for that, like, how-to book. Yes. On all the things I'm dealing with. How about just, like, how parenting? How to life? Yeah. How like, to parent? I don't want to parent anymore. Oh, it's hard adulting. It is. They start out so cute and little. And then they And then they start making choices. their own choices. <laughs> That's exactly the problem. I would if they really would just listen to make me. their lives wonderful if they would do what I say. Absolutely. It would be an amazing life. If we were on the same page, they would have it. Right? It'd be awesome. Yeah. Life is Darn hard. It. Parenting is hard. Adulting is hard. It is hard. But we're not going to think about that today. No. That's not laugh. why we're here. Nope. We are here to not think about those things. 
Please don't. Let's not talk about it anymore. And we're going to talk about really great, crazy, thought-provoking questions like... Absolutely. (laughs) Give it to me. What hair color (laughs) do they list on your driver's license if you're bald? Do you you get to write bald? (laughs) I have no idea, No hair? I want to know somebody. (laughs) Tell us. Do you know someone who's bald? Do you say your like previous what hair your color? Previous hair like, color was? I was blonde, but a lot of people who used to be blonde, like your hair color changes. Right now, I think hair color is a big deal, and it changes like pink, blue, yeah. green. We see it all right now. Yeah. Can you put that down on your license? I have green hair. Is it? I don't remember on our driver's license. Does it give you a few hair colors to choose from, or do you fill it out? And, like, just circle a bubble. Like, right. you are blonde or brunette or... Black. White. Or gray. Yeah. Or do you... F- yeah, is it a choice or a write-in? Or do in? you write it in? I have no idea. It's been a while. I know that my driver's... Li- I'm pretty sure my driver's license says I'm blonde. So, I think it just says, like, B-L-D. B-L? Oh. It's an abbreviated. And mine's brown, so it probably says B-R-N. I really think that's what mine says. So if it's, but BLD could be bald. <laughs> yes, it could. Right? Um, I, I'd i have to look at it. I kind of want to call the DMV and ask. Because that is a really good like question. Like if I, I had don't know the blue hair, could I write blue and leave it? Or does it have to be specified color, hair colors? Like your or could natural you say color. Bald. Because if you're bald. Your bald, like, like there's do you say there. the hair color of like your armpits? Because you probably have hair. <laughs> do you want to check? Well, yeah. Is it always the same Is as it? your head yeah. and your armpits? Eventually, it's going to go gray. So then, <laughs> do you write in gray when you're older? Maybe. Nobody tells you these things. Again, where's like the you rule have book on arm hair? What color is that? Yeah. I think really we need to do away with the hair color question because everyone's hair is so different. Or what if but, you shave your arms? Yeah. People do that. Yeah. Ooh. I shaved my arms once in junior high because <laughs> I had super hairy arms and it was embarrassing. So did it grow back thicker? It was awful. I don't, I'm not going to say it grew back thicker, but it was so prickly for a while. It was embarrassed. It was even more embarrassing than my hairy arms. Oh. Don't shave your arms. Yeah. There's people like I have a friend who. Like Shaves he arms. does that, even still as is an he adult. Like a swimmer, runner, biker, so. or something. Well, yeah, he runs and bikes. Like, is um, there maybe a reason? That's, I just think he likes the feel of it being of smooth. It's smooth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And maybe once you shave it, you just have to keep it smooth because it Growing is so prickled. Is it was fun. gross. Yeah. I don't know if huh. that's what keeps him doing it. I did it once. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. So there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. What do you think about while you're on the toilet? Well, what's happening on my phone at that moment? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I know that's disgusting, but I don't want to sit in there bored. (laughs) Staring at a white wall? I used to read magazines when I was young and didn't have a phone, and my parents, we had a stack of magazines by the toilet. I had books. Always books. Always something to read. My bathroom on my main floor, so it's our guest bathroom. Has a basket of books sitting next to it for anybody who comes in, and they are all um, bathroom related books. That is like, brilliant. Everybody poops, 
Um, what is poop? There's one that's animal scat, like it shows different animal poops, and then you have to guess what animal, and then you turn the page, and the next they're all just funny. Where in the world did you find these? That is just over the years, things here and there, and that is hilarious. The gas we pass is a book. (laughs) I bought this, but this pack at Costco once that was like a whole pack, a whole it was like a four pack of books, and they were like educational, and the one on top was like scabs. Like, what are Ew. scabs? And it just, it, it's it got great little pictures and it explains how when the when you get an owie and you bleed and then what happens in our body and the scab protects the area until the blood cell, till the skin grows back and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. Bennett would be way into this. Bennett was little. Bennett was little at the time. And um, so I bought the four pack, not seeing the other books in it. Okay. And the books are um, scabs. And then everybody poops, the gas we pass, and the last one is... They totally um, pulled one over on you. The holes. No. Something about the different holes in our body, like your nose and your eyes, your ears, your mouth. You don't put no. your finger in your nose. Like, yeah, what the holes in our body are for. I forget what it's called. The holes we know or the... What are these holes? I don't know. Anyway, those were the books. And when I opened the pack, I was like, oh, huh. But you know, Bennett loved them. They're very educational, like not supposed to be silly or anything. Yeah, okay. But they have cute little pictures that it, yeah. Everybody poops. I I can't handle sitting there in the quiet piece of the bathroom. No. So much so that, like, I would read the back of a cleaning container. Yeah, that's sitting in there. Yeah. I'm the same. Like, oh, let me tell you all about the toilet bowl cleaner. And, and the I process of it. cleaning it. Yeah. I'm the same. So now that I don't have books or magazines, do you know that I hate magazines? You do? I don't I like, like magazines. Re- I like a good I never magazine. Have. I've never liked reading a magazine. I look at the pictures. Yeah. But I'm not, I just, I've never liked reading a magazine. So that's like not. the articles? Yeah. No, I'm all there for the pictures. It's not. I the like articles. the pictures and the articles. I like magazines. <laughs> so for me, it was always taking a book in mm-hmm. or a Sudoku or a word search. Oh, yes. I love all of those. All those. Mm-hmm. But now my phone goes with me every time. Yep. And there's always a book or a so podcast in my ear. My yep. And I'm playing uh, nanograms or some kind of game. I totally play phone. two dots. Like, I think I'm on like the 1300th level. That's how much You're I play that it. game. Yeah. Well, it's been years. That's how yeah. much I love it, though. So way, way too much. There's all the info for you about. I I can even remember like having talk. the back of a reading the back of a cleaning con- label. Yeah. And like reading it all lots of times and uh-huh. still like being in there. So I'm, you know how they'll have the same things in like a different language, like Spanish uh-huh. or French or something. I will try to match the words like, <laughs> like oh, let me learn you're some learning Spanish. the instructions in Spanish. I know our brains have to be doing something. It's like the most boring room in the house to sit in if you have nothing to do. I think that was the, like the best reason to have a phone was while you sit on the toilet. Right. Like it gets my most best use during that time. During that time. Which is embarrassing, but it is true. Also, it's uninterrupted most of the time. I can still be interrupted, but like most of the time they might come and be like, oh, and like leave. Yeah. So I'm still focused like, on whatever I'm, I'm reading. I'm working. 
<laughs> on my phone. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good question. I liked it. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. You have discovered a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society and you can even make the rules. What is going to be the first rule that you'll put into place? Ooh. Yeah. First rule. I know that there's a lot of like pomp to no rules, but I no, like a I good very rule, much believe in a rule. Actually, I believe in a rule. And I believe that part of the rule is, for me, the first rule hmm, would have to do something with, I think you have to work together to build community. Yes. So everybody has you. to have input. Everybody has to participate. There has to service. You have to oh, do so much I service. I love that rule. Because if everyone's doing something, we're all in it together. There's so much that comes from that. Number one, lots of hands make light work, right? Yeah. Like we've heard that lots of times. Like when everyone's helping, you don't have to do very much. Right. Because everyone's taking a piece. Right. So that's always nice. Mm -hmm. But also when you help, you are invested. Exactly. And you care. You are included. You have a group. You have a group. You're all assigned to something. You and have a purpose. You and have a, a job. purpose. Yes. So right? everyone takes a and turn someone's depending on in you. a job. And those jobs can rotate so that it's not always the same job or that so and so always gets this job and I yes. got stuck here. Let's rotate jobs. Yeah. And but we that all work also together for our community. Like you know how hard that job is. Mm -hmm. So like you're maybe going to take special care so that that job is lighter for that person because you knew how hard it was how to do was. that job. Absolutely. Right? And like there become, you start to like, you are outside of yourself. I love that rule that so be, much. I think that's where I would go. That is the perfect first rule. I don't think I can trump it. Try. I loved it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I love I that know. you agree with me and I think this, we should do it. I think we should, too. Well, let's find an island. And I also think that, like, our society is, like, becoming less and less service-minded. And so maybe mm -hmm. I feel, like, really strongly about it for that reason. I, I agree. And I do think also uh, mental illness rates go up when people don't have a purpose yeah. or a buy-in. I'm not yeah. saying that that's the only thing. Mental illness is a real thing. But I yeah. think when you're serving others... When you have a purpose and you're included in a community, I think you would see rates drop there. I think so, too. And you're then more aware of each other. Yeah. And who's doing what. I think when we make an effort to care about others, we find value within ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you're watching, your, when you're able to make someone else's burdens lighter, like, you feel good about yourself. Yeah. So you're not going to want to die. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. Because you know that you make yeah. someone else's life better. Right? And that's like such right. a big part of that is that you feel like people would be better without you. Yes. Yes. And that you're so, not. Yeah. Like you can. You don't have value. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I love it so I much. Like that. That's such a wonderful rule. Thanks. How can we bring that here? I don't know. I've been trying. Let's. Well, let's I'm, start It's here. not working. It's not working. I don't know how to inspire people. That's my lack. Good rule. Thanks. Um, 
Okay. Which famous celebrity would you want to punch in the face? Ooh. I like I'm not a big puncher, actually. <laughs> I never have punched anyone in the face. I never have done that. Um, I'm trying to think of like who really irks me that I'm like, you deserve but a someone whack. I can't just, I can't stand. I'm trying to think of like when they talk, I just like, Egh. Right. Um, I do think we have, there's like a few people who are always the villain uh-huh. or like the bad guy. Mm, yeah. And they just play that role very well. All the time. And so you just, their faces are just annoying to you because they're always the villain. Yeah. Like this is not like a villainy show, but like, have you ever seen The Holiday? Does it have Jack Black? Yes. I th- he is not. I would And Cameron him. Diaz. No, I yes. don't want to punch I don't want to punch Black. him. Or Cameron Diaz, no. but there is um, a character who now I'm going to look it up because I don't know his name, but he's like one of the main gals. She ha- she needs the holiday uh-huh. because she's like in love with this guy from work who doesn't love her back, but yeah. he kind of leads her on. Yes, and like. Makes her think that he loves her, but really he's like the world's biggest schmo. Uh huh. And his name is Rufus Sewell. He plays his character's name is Jasper. Anyway, he I swear every movie he in he movie he's in he's just ew. Yeah. Like he's yeah. just greasy and awful. Like he's in I the don't... Knight's Tale, and he's like the worst knight. Okay. Anyway, I haven't seen that one. He's that, like that You're person. like that character. Yes. You would just want to punch that, that character because he always plays that villain. Yes. Like, not like a villain like in a superhero type way, but more just like the way he treats people is very selfish and like he doesn't care who he hurts along the way yeah. for his own happiness. Makes me crazy. And that's what comes that's to my mind when you mind. ask that question. Yes, I want you to go away. You hurt people. I would say... Kanye West. Ew. <laughs> just don't get it. He just needs like a wake up call. You give him a punch. Maybe maybe it would help. Maybe. Like, hey, buddy. Huh. You aren't God's gift, actually. You are not. And you can't call out who deserves and who doesn't deserve certain awards. I think that was That was like, the most heartbreaking moment in all of award crazy. history. It made me go, okay, I don't need to watch award shows anymore. Yeah. And I would say I'm not a puncher either, but I think he could use a good punch in the face from someone. And not that I would punch these people, but I do think the Kardashians, if we're all looking at the same family there, are just really annoying. Is it weird to you that they get so much plastic surgery that they don't even look like a different person? Like they are all, they all one look the same. human. Like, why do we, why would you want that for yourself? And I honestly, I've never even seen an episode of the Kardashians. I haven't either, actually. So but I, I know see them nothing in the news about it. And on How magazine are covers. they so popular? I have no what idea. What do they do? I actually don't care. I don't either. What they do. I don't care. I've never seen a show. And yet it's a household name. So maybe punch their producer or whoever is making yeah, these things. I just don't get, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I'd take I'd take a punch to Chris Brown. Well, he punched women. Yeah, <laughs> so he maybe deserves a I, punch himself. Yeah. As I as I'm thinking, like as I'm thinking it, we're we're going, we're going all out. Let's, you really have thought of let's the good take ones down who some deserve, good ones who deserve a good who punch. deserve a good punch. Yeah. Ugh. Any others? 
No, I think I'm going to stop there. Because Watch it out. Just, Jamie's uh, coming for it you. It just kind of annoys me. I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> That's okay. I just think of all these celebrities who are getting away with crazy stuff because they're celebrities and they have money and they're doing stupid things with it and hurting other people and ruining lives. And we're supposed to be laughing. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go to a different question. Yes. That wasn't a good place for me. Have you ever unwrapped and rewrapped a gift bearing your name? Um, have I ever regifted? Yes. But I don't the, know if that's what it means. I know. The worry is so high that somewhere on it, there's a name, my name on it, and I'm going to get caught that I then <laughs> can't do it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. I I maybe have done it once and the whole time I'm like, what if there was a tag on the bottom? Or what if what if this is the person that gave it to me or somebody else gave Can I tell you? you forget? So, yeah. At our school, from. at my school, amongst the employees somebody started booing like you know how you put the ghost up and you leave a treat oh, like okay, the boo cute. and then you do it for two other people okay so i was like it took me like four days to finally go get something for two people and make the photocopy yes. and teachers have a lot of things on their plates this is why did we add super suit and super cute love that there's community at our school that does this but it again it took me a while so I thought, oh, this is a really cute idea. This will be fun. I did like a cupcake box at like Halloween cupcakes and frosting. Cute. And then like little Halloween sprinkles in little cupcake wrappers. And I thought, oh, this will be great. A little fun family activity to do. And so I leave it on two people that I knew had kids because I thought that would be something fun they could do with their kids. Put the cute. boo up. And then a couple days later, I go into one of the um, coach's office because there's a printer in there and I see they've been booed and they've been left that gift. <gasps> so they regifted Somebody your regifted gift. my gift. And there was part of me that was like a little bit hurt because they didn't want to use it with their own kids. Like I thought that would be a fun activity. But then there was the other teacher side of me that was like, good for them because it took me four days to go get at something yeah, and do it true. and they're being efficient and they're busy doing their job and doing it so i actually applaud them they participated in what worked for them right i was a little bit sad at first i do i think i would be sad too i for sure want everyone to love every gift i give yes like and to be thought like, goes Ooh. into that right like yeah. i i was yeah. considerate and thoughtful and you don't want it yeah. But I've also been on the other end where it's like, oh, I probably I know how hard use this is. it. Or like someone else. I think this person would love that. Yeah. It's not like, like maybe yeah. I'm trying to be thoughtful in a different way. Right. And then I think, well, at least they passed it on and didn't just, Throw the boo didn't stop right there. Oh, yeah. Good they point, They kept it too. going. So yeah. keep it going and with what works for you. I do like that you have a fun little community at your school yeah, that they is are fun. really fun i really like them it's a great place to be that's awesome yeah i'm happy very fun so okay <laughs> do you think cavemen experienced nightmares about cave women what I don't- a i want to break this question up did cavemen have nightmares why wouldn't they have? I mean, I don't we all have bad dreams? Is that something that has evolved throughout society? Or have we 
always had dreams. Well, I think of a nightmare as like a trigger of a fear. Of a fear. Yeah. Well, and I assume they had a lot, a lot of things of fear to be then. afraid of. Yeah. And if we go back to biblical times, Joseph. Yeah. He had dreams. He had dreams. <laughs> but it was a considered a gift then. That's true. So was it a gift because not very many people had these dreams or, and he did? Or his like actually Or came were his true? actual dreams that were prophecies right so a different kind of dream so if when cavemen dreamed or had nightmares were they like hey this is gonna happen be careful today out there boys and are they saying that men now have nightmares about (laughs) women (laughs) what we're so sweet is that what this is alluding kind of weird about cave women i have Never heard, like, my husband is who I would probably talk about dreams with, and he's never expressed a nightmare. Well, like, maybe about me dying, but not like me, like, hurting him. Yeah. Or a woman in general. I've never, he's never expressed that to me. Yeah. Not that it hasn't happened. But maybe he, he wouldn't dare like, tell me. We're not me. going there. I don't know. I don't have, like, I mean, I have nightmares, I guess, occasionally. What do you but typically like dream about? Someone like, I'm her- wondering, I would love to compare dreams with people. Like, what is your typical dream? Do you have a typical dream or is it always just random things? I wouldn't say, like, have the same dream over, but I, like, love dreams so much. And I think our dreams tell us things that I am one who looks up my dreams online. Do you? Yes. What does it mean? I dream. never thought to do that. I totally do. I just wonder, what did that mean? You look them up. There's I a place to look them oh, up. Oh, you can totally say dream interpretation. And there are, are places you can find interpretation. Is there credible places? I like to, you I just, will go, I'll look go on a few over. sites and generally they have the same meaning. So like, I dream about water. Like I will have water in my dreams occasionally. When I am pregnant, I dream about water like heavily. Whales. Water. I'm swimming. I'm breathing underwater. Like Always. Like, it is, I know I'm pregnant when I have that dream. I don't need to take a test. You're like, I had the whale dream. It worked. Wow. Maybe not whales, but like, deep water, water, big water, water, water. Jumping off a cliff into water. Okay. Like, crazy water. I love dreams so much. Well, what does dreaming about water mean? Well, I think that there's something like happening down there, like... When I'm on my period, I'll dream about water. I know this is disgusting. This is no, this is human nature. This but is what our bodies my do. This body, is not disgusting. Yeah, I just think that there's like a, a fresh flow. There's things happening and changing there. And it's water. It's a and cycle. It's water. Yeah. And there's the water cycle. And it's and not like every single cycle I have a dream about water, but it's but like it maybe on like a heavier it. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. different. I also Interesting. like have had weird dreams about like things that I eat. And I'll be like, okay, I just dreamed I ate this. And I will look up like banana. Like there were bananas everywhere in my dream. And what in the world does that what mean? What does that mean? Or like I was riding a bicycle in my dream. Like I never ride a bicycle. Why would I dream about riding a bicycle? And I want to know why I dreamed about it. Do you? Does it make you think I should go get a bike and ride a bike? No. No? <laughs> You're I like, no, like bike's dreams, not my thing. It is like, well, I would love to ride a bike. I have no 
like, I'm not against riding a bike. It's just unusual for me. Yeah. So I would just say, and I think I would, I enjoy riding a bike, but it's more just, I feel like our dreams are really just interpretations of other things happening in our minds or in our bodies or around us and the way that we're interpreting things around us. It's just like telling it to us in a different way. Yeah. And so I want to be like, what are you telling me? Like brain, body, like whatever, like, what are you telling me in this dream? I want to figure it out. And so I feel like, and bicycles will really do, like it does represent other things yeah. if you looked it up. Hmm. But you're, you're saying like, if I, you saw a whale in your dream, you'd be like, I need to go watch whale videos. Or maybe what? go somewhere to see a whale. I would go. I, like literal. Liter- it's very yeah. literal. Okay. Are you thinking that? I, no, because I, those are not anything I ever dream about. What do you dream about? I dream about? about people in my life interactions i don't ever have i wish i had a well or water i do i have weird dreams i want to dream about those things but i dream about people and and i have interactions with people in my dream good interactions not always like sometimes you fight with them sometimes it's fighting sometimes it's um reconnecting with somebody i haven't seen in a really long time and we're just like I think a lot of times it's running into people I haven't seen in a long time and like, like reconnecting, reconnecting, like seeing someone I haven't talked to or seen in a while. I would say that's most often my dream. Um, yeah, they're people, people from my life and conversations, but that's I fun, maybe though. want I to like have a water kind of dream, dream and a well dream. No, like I have this very vivid memory. I I can still see it right now. And that was years ago. It was when I was pregnant with Cash that he's 12. Let's just tell you how long ago this was. A really long time ago. And I was swimming with whales. And it was amazing. And they were wonderful, like sweet animals. And I was swimming with them. It was just all sorts of love and hearts going on there. It was like, it was. I woke up and I remember telling, like I could totally describe everything about... The dream. I dreamt once, like, I have a grandpa who passed away. So I don't only dream weird things. Yeah. But people too. Like, I have a grandpa who passed away when I was in high school. And I love him so much. Like, I still miss him all the time. And I'm old. Yeah. And I, like, so I lost him a long time ago. Yeah. You know, he's been gone a long time. And I still miss him so much. Like, just six months ago, had a dream. He fell asleep everywhere he was. Yeah. It was just a part of his Grandpa just fell asleep. Yes. He wasn't even very old, but like he would come over and he never sat on the couch. He'd sit on the floor. It was just what he did. And he would fall asleep on the floor. He'd be there for five minutes and he'd be like, oh, grandpa's out because he snored really loud and it was okay. Like I loved it. It was great. He was there. That's all that mattered. Anyway, so I had this dream that I walked out of my bedroom into my family room and he was on my couch fast asleep. Just like he would be. Totally asleep, snoring on my couch. And I was just so happy because I thought him. he's in my house. Yeah. Like a house he's never seen. I'm so happy that he's here. He's here. And he gets to see like where I'm at and what yeah. I'm doing. And and I'm, I'm so happy he's comfortable enough to fall asleep on my couch. Right. Like this is home for him. Anyway, that. it was wonderful. We didn't talk or anything. But he was there. He, he was there sleeping in my on my couch. I like that. I know. I I also have really incredible nightmares where, like, I'm being chased and I need to scream for help, but nothing will come out. No. And so I've woken Scott up before trying to scream, but it's like this. Ah, 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 and I'm trying so hard to get a scream out so that someone will know to help that me. That is scary. And nothing will come out. I have that dream a lot. That- so interpret that for me. 
Do you want me to? Well, I've never thought to look it up. (laughs) I've never thought to look up any of my dreams. It's, I go to dreammoods.com. It's one of my regulars. Okay. But for real, like I love, like all the topics. What if you dream about a saddle? A saddle? Or a safari? No, never that. Screaming. Screaming, but nothing will come out. Let's see if it has something. It's awful. You might need like an actual, like, dream interpreter. What do they call those people? Uh, Is it? I'm sure there's people that do this, but I have no idea. Is it like a fortune teller person? Scream. To dream that you are screaming symbolizes anger and fear. You are expressing some powerful emotion that you have kept pent up inside. If you try to scream, but no sound comes out, then it indicates your sense of helplessness and frustration in some situation. No matter how hard you try to get someone's attention, they cannot hear you. That's my dream. Oh my gosh. The dream highlights your difficulty in communicating with this person. You need to immediately identify your fears or feelings and confront the situation in real life. Alternatively, your inability to scream may be a form of REM paralysis. To hear or dream that someone is screaming indicates that some friend or family member is in need of your help. Oh, great. Do you see what I'm saying? I will wake up and be like, like, dream, 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 dream. Because I, I don't want to forget. I want to yeah. know what it's telling I me. Because t- you do tend to forget. But that yeah. that reoccurring being so scared and trying to get away from someone or trying yeah. to get away from something and screaming for help and nothing comes out. <gasps> okay. You need to evaluate what <laughs> I do need to evaluate. you are afraid of and face that in real life. Right. <laughs> I'll work on that. I'll put it on my list of things to take care of. <laughs> the list is getting long. That was a fun one. I could talk yeah. about dreams. Did you know? Did you know that I was so into that? I did not that? know this about you. That We've you look been up doing dreams. this a long time. I know. How did and you we're not We're still know? finding new things. <laughs> okay. Let's see. New question. Why is it that lemon juice has an artificial flavor while dishwashing liquid has real lemons. That's a really thoughtful question. I'm, I don't know the answer. I do think that lemons have a cleaning quality in them. That's what I was going to say. Like when you're using it to clean, I know like I have these like lemon tablets to put down my garbage disposal to get like the deodorized. Yeah. And I think that there's it like kills. It kill Yeah. Germs. I even think, like, yeah, it's it's a natural. I don't know why we have an artificial lemon but juice. But why do we need artificial lemon juice? Lemon, we want the flavor of a lemon. Right. So I guess that's where it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. I do buy the artificial lemon juice to keep in my fridge just in case I don't have a fresh lemon. Yes. But if I'm thinking of a recipe that has, like, I need lemon juice, I will buy a fresh lemon. I also, I wonder if it would be, like, really expensive to have, to have a jar of, like, real re- lemon. lemon juice. And it probably wouldn't last very long. So right. artificial lemon has sense. preservatives and would last longer in your fridge or on a shelf. There you go. That would be why. But I prefer because a nice fresh lemon. Because most people wouldn't need 
like a large amount of even lemon like a juice. medium yeah. amount of lemon juice for a long period of or a short period of time you would yeah. go through it it would take a lot longer to use right it was hard to say right and i've never actually looked at the price of a fresh lemon juice compared to buying a bottled artificial lemon juice like is it more cost efficient to buy artificial I even though it's like bottled and know. processed or to buy lemons i know that like one lemon is a dollar a dollar i did not know that one lemon is a dollar are you serious yeah that seems like a lot i agree because it's like three tablespoons of juice when you squeeze a lemon it's all squeezed yeah so i thought like i was i was handing out invitations for a thing Uh and i'm like the way that it was all like, it was like, we're going to make, it was for like a church thing. And I'm yeah. like, what? Right, come and we're going to help each other make lemons at, or lemonade out of lemons or something. Yeah. was like the What's the theme? theme. So I'm like, how cute to like give them an invitation with lemons. Yeah. Like, how cute is how that? How cute is, that's adorable. Put them in a bag with an invitation clip yeah. to it. Oh, it's a dollar a lemon. So when you're thinking of passing so out invitations to a group of people. For a big people, group of people. It's... I was like, I wanted to give them three lemons. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is an expensive invitation. This is an expensive invitation. invitation. You get one lemon. Well, I or you anyway, get a lemon drop. it was expensive. Oh, you did it? It was expensive. That's expensive. It ended up, because I, we, yeah. Wow. We did it for a decent amount of people. But it was just like, I had the idea and I had to and do it. you had it. to do it. But it was, it was just, so cute. that's why I know. Normally, okay. I don't think you'd think about it with all of your groceries. Right. But I was I just specifically buying it for a thing. A couple lemons when I need. Right. Okay. I did it for a specific thing. And so it was like, Yeah. Yeah. Huh. A dollar a lemon. I'm shocked, actually. So, it is expensive to have a real lemon juice. And I don't know if that's, like, Utah. We don't have lemons nearby. I don't know that they grow them here. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, we don't grow lemons here. So, if that's a part of the cost is, like, we're getting them from far away? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know the answer to that question. Interesting. <laughs> The interesting the things we're getting today. Learning. Man, wow. we've gone down some serious rabbit holes today. Lots of deep rabbit holes. <laughs> Lots of like, weird Some places. of the questions I was like, yeah, this is going to be quick. But then ended up not being very quick. No. no, those were some. And I loved every minute of it, actually. You need to be reading your book. Get your cloud cuckoo land. We'd love for you to join us on our book club week fourth monday so i think it's the 22nd right before thanksgiving yeah perfect Perfect. time to listen to a book club absolutely and send us your thoughts we'd love to add them to our book club conversation if you have thoughts about it wonderful you can find us on instagram and facebook you can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com we always love hearing from you please rate and subscribe tell your friends about us the more the merrier absolutely write a review And thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And this this is is your your book club. club.